Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Right, good morning to you. It's Frank Mitchell here on U105. What's gone wrong in ITV? The big headline in the sun this morning, Star feels he's been knifed by ITV bosses. He gets six months pay and Holly's off for two weeks. Phil says, I'm completely broken. This is Ellie Henman writing in the sun and they show an interesting photograph of uh, Phil paparazzi sitting beside his mom in the car. Devastated Philip Schofield says he's completely broken by his act from this morning. He will get six months wages to soften the blow after ITV decided his feud with Holly Willoughby was losing too many viewers but a source said this morning was Phil's life and he feels he's been knifed. Uh, There are others uh, saying that Phil Schofield isn't the most wonderful person in the world to work with. Um, this is Eamon Holmes talking this morning on GB News, where he now presents. And indeed, um, you'll be aware that uh, Eamon and uh, Philip Schofield didn't really get on that well together because of some difficulty between uh, Philip Schofield and Ruth Eamon's wife when she was working there. But uh, this was GB News covering it this morning with Isabel Webster uh, starting the presentation and then Eamon butts in. All of this course follows the big announcement on Saturday from Philip Schofield uh, that he was stepping down. Oh, stop, please, let's just stop this. He was sacked, <laughs> right? All this nonsense about giving him... I've decided to step down. I'm sure you did. Sure you did. Here, here's your P45. Now step down. You know, why, why do we, why do we propagate the, this language? I've decided to st- step down. And she says, um, oh, the couch will not feel the same without him being there. Well, she wanted him not there. So what's she moaning about the couch not feeling the same for? I mean, they deserve each other, I suppose. They deserve each other, I suppose. <laughs> Let me speak to a man who knows much more about this than me. Showbiz uh, guru Nigel Pauly. Nigel, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Nice to speak to you. Uh, thank you for joining us on the, the programme. What is happening in that well, studio? Well, it's quite interesting. So I, I, I know him in many, many years. And uh, I wrote the story about uh, when he had issues with uh, Anthea Turner and... Uh, they briefed against her and called her Princess Tippy Toes. Eamon, uh, as you know, knows uh, has forgotten more than uh, about daytime television than most of us uh, know. It's interesting, is it? Never has a show with so few viewers inspired so many headlines. I mean, there's 500,000 people watching this show now. What's happened is, like all things in television, what you see isn't always the reality. Uh, it's not just you know Towie and and uh, and. Um, Big Brother and things which are scripted. 
this is that this morning was a carefully honed family show with advisors, publicists, agents. For many, many years, uh, Philip Schofield ruled a roost over that. His agents more or less controlled who was employed with him. He actually chose Holly Willoughby. He tired of Fern Britain. Holly came in in 2009. I think she was seen as being young and not a threat. Ruth Langsford, who was Eamon's wife, uh, fell foul of Phil. Um, who else we had? Amanda Holden. She fell foul of, uh, of Phil. Fern Britton was replaced by Holly. The weird thing is that when the skids go under you in television, uh, no one would have predicted this before, I guess, the Queen was lying in state. Before then, no one would have guessed that Philip Schofield would get, you know, more or less be marched off the premises with black plastic bags. Effectively, he did a show on Thursday, didn't have time to say cheerio. They gave him enough time on Friday to get down to see his mum before announcing on Saturday afternoon at three o'clock. That he got a six-month payoff. Um, so from his statement, um, Frank, it's clear, as Eamon said, that he feels ITV made the decision. Uh, so that's not a, a decision for him. And he also seems to disagree that uh, with that decision. I'm sure he's broken. I'm sure he's devastated because if you've been one of the most powerful men in television for you know, 20 years on, on this show and going back to Gordon the Gopher and the Broom Cupboard, you know, when we were in our in short trousers, um, it must come hard to see that taken away. But in many ways, um, this this is an accident waiting to happen. I, I think since the Queen's, when they jumped the queue and they had a row, Holly and, and Phil had a disagreement over, he kept quiet, she put a statement out, she felt that that dropped her in it because he made it look like it was her and not him. You know, Sometimes you don't always get on with people at work. Uh, these, this couple are paid to get on and be husband and wife on the settee every day or four days a week. It's clear that for the last couple of years, I'd say they've had a strained relationship, but the fake smiles have been there. Uh, but the last few months has been agony. And ITV cannot have a show that's A, hemorrhaging viewers and B, uh, a host and hostess of the show who, who just don't get on. And viewers see through that. The reason I think it was so brutal for, for Philip on Thursday or Friday, when it was, uh, Saturday when it was announced, is that ITV couldn't see a way out of this. And yes, originally they were going to have a two-week break and they perhaps thought they could overcome the story. It might disappear. This story wasn't going to disappear. And it was clear that once he'd become the headlines, once Schofield was the story, there was no way back. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens to Holly uh, over the summer, um, whether she is back, whether she's back with Alison Hammond or, or uh, Ryland or someone. Because as Eamon also said, uh, she sat there with him. She saw everything was going on. And that's the elephant in the room. So you know, ITV see her as the future. She's only 42. Uh, BBC courted her. They, they've offered her some shows. She has worked for them. They're very keen for her to stick at ITV, obviously. But September, they can reboot. They can get through until the summer break, come back in September and reboot it and hope that they put this behind them. Yeah, the reality is 500,000 is not a great figure for a network programme like that. And just to one small point, I think they would still argue that they didn't jump the queue, but I'm not sure what their argument is on that <laughs> in relation to the, the, optics, the, the Queen's funeral. Were, the basic optics were, when you have David Beckham, queuing for 12 hours or something 
and no one could have been more you know, famous than him, and he, he happily stood there. Now, I, I would imagine that their argument would be they were journalists, and they were there to report it. But the point is, ITV or whoever advised them didn't do a very good job because they got hammered by the very journalists who knew exactly what, you know, what was going on, but worse, by members of the public who felt they jumped in. So there was a very bad optic there that they appeared to have jumped the queue, even if that wasn't the reality. And, you know, perception is sometimes more important than fact, isn't it, in, in, in television and newspapers and media. I hate to say, but that's that's the truth. Well, that's that's the truth. But at the same time, I just need to report the the, the facts yeah, around yeah, it no, and what no, what no, they no, would no. say about it. But that that's not it's not that it's not it's not that important. However, the, the bottom line on it is that it counts against them, and there have been a number of things that count have counted against them recently. Uh, F- Philip Schofield's very sad experience within his own family circle, where he has completely and maybe from very obvious reasons totally disowned his brother that that is bound to take a stress on him as a human being going through that sort of trauma as a result of being the brother of such an evil person let's let's not you know let's not make light of the fact that philip schofield is a human being philip schofield has lost his job a job that he loved and was very good at he has um lost a friend in 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 hollywood And worse, he's seen his brother uh, get sentenced to 12 years for hideous crimes. Um, And, you know, he he went down to see his mother. His mother is 85. You've got to remember the effect. Can you imagine uh, his 85-year-old mother down there in Cornwall, Pat? You know, she's lost one son in prison, another son spread all over the papers. You know, that is not nice, is it, for for someone of that age, you know, sort of a widow. So we've got to remember that he hasn't done anything himself absolutely, you know, criminal, He's just a television personality who, you know, has, has passed his sell-by date in, in, the, in the eyes of his management. And that's the important but, thing, isn't it, the sell-by date? Because we've seen it in the past with people. They've just become too big for their boots. They become too powerful. They stand on too many toes, and eventually they get their comeuppance. And it can be something really small that brings them down in the end. Well, it is. I mean, if you look at, well, you can look at Piers Morgan last year. Uh, you know, he, he was a, a sort of ruling the roost of, of uh, the, the breakfast show on, on ITV. And, uh, fair, you know, he, he, he was gone within, within a few days. Danny Baker with the BBC, another uh, radio personality who, who made an unfortunate um, you know, remark on Twitter. So television is ruthless. It does reward. It does pay you lots of money. It does pay you, give you fame. It does you know, nice houses and clothes and you, know, you can go to nice restaurants. But the downside is that, there is a finite time when you're in that. He has lasted a lot longer than a lot of people. I, I think only Anton Deck probably have survived longer uh, than, than Schofield. You know, coming through from teenage years all the way through to their dotage, he has probably been around a little bit longer than them. But very few people survive that long because the public bores you. It's a bit like politicians. You were just talking about your elections over there in, in, in Northern Ireland. And... You know, politicians have a finite thing, don't they? Sort of, after about a decade, things start going wrong with whichever party's in, and there's, there has to be a change. And in television, it's slightly different. But you, in television, in, in politics, you have votes. You have people who vote for you every four or five years. In television, you have ratings. And ratings used to be about 1.5 million for this morning, and they've lost about a million since then. There were 500,000 last time. 
And I, I put that down, of course, to mid-morning radio. You know, that, that's what I say now. Well, they're, listening to, they're listening to you, but the weird thing is, mostly in television, when there's a big story, there's a car crash element where people tune in to see what's going on. The fact that people tuned off in hundreds of thousands when this was going on, I would say is the alarm bell for ITV. I'll tell you what, I've been listening to your show, and uh, I don't blame people for listening to you in mid-morning either. Ah, Nigel, you say all the right things, you really do. Thank uh, you. W- one final point. Holly may be back. Uh, let's presume she is going to be back, and it looks like as if she is at this present minute in time. Do, do you think she'll have a male partner, female partner? Any idea who her sidekick would be? Well... Everyone is saying that Alison Hammond, uh, they get on very well, and I can see the optics of two females doing that, soften it down, friends, slightly more, uh, you know, a, a, a different feel to it. I would imagine that would be there. I, I think that Dermot O'Leary and Ryland might play a bigger part as well moving forward. Uh, I, I'm still intrigued as to whether Holly might not be moving on to other things come September. Uh, I don't know whether, whether there's any way back for her, but we'll wait and see. She's on holiday for two weeks now. Uh, they were t- <laughs> they're having a pre-half-term holiday. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Most people have half-term. They were planning a half-term holiday before half-term. But she's off until June the 5th now. So that'll give time things to settle down a little bit. And she'll be back with Alison Hammond. So we'll see how that partnership goes. And more importantly, ITV bosses will see how that partnership goes. And in the meantime, anyone sensible in, in Northern Ireland will be tuning into your show. Yeah, that's what I like. That's what I like. I, one thing we will be tuning into in the very near future, we're already tuned to it, but we'll be keeping a very watchful eye. We're going to be talking about it later in the programme. Is the Late Late Show in Dublin because uh, Paddy Keelty's got that yes. that gig. He's, um, I'm just wondering... He's you know, him Radio 5, isn't he, as well? So he, he, he doesn't he have a show. He's, he, he's going to do like David Frost used to fly to Australia and then fly back uh, to to England to do simultaneous shows. Patrick Kilty's done very well, I think. Uh, he'll be popular on that. I think they've only had, ever had four hosts for that, haven't they, that particular show? It's been a huge success from back in the days with Gay Byrne and, uh, you know, Pat Kenny did it, uh, as well as that, of course, Ryan Tuberty. And I discovered that a man called uh, Frank Frank Clark, was it, uh, from Newry, did it way back in the 1950s for a very short uh, period period of time. But just briefly, Nigel, because we're going to be talking about Paddy Keelty later, later in the programme, I'm just wondering, is there an opening when Keelty re-establishes himself here, and he'd take it in his stride and he'd be absolutely brilliant, on the Late Late Show, but that's on a Friday night. Is there a is there a Monday to Thursday opening for himself and Cat Daly on the likes of this morning? Well, that would be quite interesting because uh, she has got very powerful agents as well, and I, you know, she is kept very low on the ra- radar because obviously she was a Vanton deck years and years ago, and uh, and was hugely successful in America. Uh, and Pat Paddy Kilty, uh he does a lot of country music as well. He does a lot of stuff. He, he, he's quite expert on country music, which I think is popular. I like country music, but I think it's popular in, in your side of the water as well. I think he is understated and has kept below the radar, has a consummate professional, doesn't upset people, but knows his stuff. And I, why not? Why not give it a go? You know, if I, I don't think they will, but it could. They, they could be, they could be in the mix. There'll be the bookies love them all on the list. Uh, Nigel, great having you on. Hopefully we'll do it again soon. And uh, thanks for the commentary this morning. No worries. I'm happy to come on anytime. Thank you, thank you. That's Nigel Pauly. He knows uh, showbiz inside out, upside down. Your opinions very welcome. Oh two eight nine oh treble three one oh five. But we'll be talking about Paddy on the late late a little later in this uh, program. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.